Hello and welcome to the Busy Bays Podcast, where we provide valuable insight and advice on the marketing and other business type questions that auto repair shops encounter as they work towards achieving their goals. Now here's our hosts, Martin Morgan and Becca Hackley. Welcome to the Busy Bays Podcast, a podcast that's all about being the ultimate marketing and business resource for auto repair shop owners. We've all have to-dos of some sort, right? My parents, they actually always talk about their honey to-do list that my mom often creates for my dad. And you know, <laughs> he absolutely loves that. <laughs> but today Martin and I are going to be focusing on, well, you, an auto repair shop. As an owner, we've got five marketing to-dos for you. And really, we're focusing on this as five things that you need to think about right now and plan to do in 2022 when it comes to marketing. And so some of these things might be more like the to-do that you can address early on and check off your list. Some of them might be, you know, build your plan now for how you want to address this bigger thing in 2022 because it's certainly really important, but you're only going to get to it if you make sure that you created a plan and then you can execute on it. I really want to talk about the first to do, which is update your website, which of course, coming from a company that deals with with websites for auto repair (laughs) shop owners, it's probably not a surprise, but shops often forget this. They They get real busy with having customers come in and out, dealing with employees. So once they get a website up, they just leave it. And that's funny, right? The, like you said, Becca, the first thing that the, the website company uh, tells you is, number one, you need to update your website. But it really is true for the reasons that you mentioned, uh, that oftentimes shops will, will put together a website or they'll, they'll work with somebody like us to put together a website for them. And, and then they don't really think about updating it. And what you really want to make sure that you do is, is to update that. So whether it's putting new information on there, whether it's adding photos, whether it's adjusting your hours. And I know we're getting a ton of requests from customers right now, which we love to adjust their holiday hours because we want uh, all all shops really to see their website as as their number one way to communicate with customers and potential customers. So you want to think about all those things. What, What have you not thought to update on your website that's happened over the past two, three, six, 12 months, however it's long? been since you've last updated it? Are there new people on your team that you want to be included? Are you performing new services that perhaps you weren't performing at at the previous time? Is there something else that you're involved with that you want to highlight? Are there pictures that you would love to include on there? There's there's just a big long list, Becca, of all those things that you want to be sure you've got updated on that website. Small updates or big ones, it's just important to do that just to keep up with Google online and having your customers be able to find you. Yes, two big things there. Google loves fresh content. They love to see you active and it's going to help you in the search engine results when you've made adjustments, when you've made additions, when you've made changes to your website. And then also for for like we were talking about for customers, people like to see something fresh. If if there's something that's not fresh on there, then they may think that you're no longer in business. So there's there's a dual purpose to these updates as well. So number two of your marketing to-dos for 2022 is going to be actively ask your customers to review your shop online. 
and you are already doing this, right? In your shop, you're asking your customers. I, I say that smiling because I, I know many of you are, but there are definitely still some shops that don't, or maybe you're not doing this as much as you should. You know, you should not let a happy customer leave your shop without first asking them to leave a review. People like to leave reviews for those who they feel gave them great service. So you are not imposing on them or, or giving them a task that they don't want. We just at, we just encourage you have highly because those reviews matters. So make sure you, you don't let a happy customer leave your shop until you ask them for a review. If you need like some sort of follow-up, Maybe you have a DRM type of thing where you can shoot them a text or shoot them an email with a link that just easily gets them to leave a review. If it makes it really seamless and easy for them to pop in, leave a few sentences of, of how happy they are, the easier the better, right? <laughs> yeah, absolutely. And, and that's a, a good point as well, Becca, because you might think, oh, well, I asked them when they were in the, in the shop, and I don't really want to bother them, so I'm not going to send them something else. No, go ahead, bother them, send them that text or email, or if you have a system that you can utilize to do that, because a lot of times what will happen is, you know how life is, right? We intend to do something, and as soon as we step outside, it's like we get hit by 10 other things, and then we forget, but we might get that email or that text and then say, oh, yeah, that's right. I meant to post that review for that shop that did such a great job with my car and treated me so well. And then they're gonna go ahead and do that. And another cool thing about that is I'll actually use a personal example. So every time I go to the dentist, um, I always get a text that night. It's never right after I leave, but it's usually like that 7 p.m. time frame when my night is winding down, I'm just, you know, hanging out, finishing dinner, whatever. And then I am more likely to click that text and go to their website and leave a review because one, they made it easy for me and two, they timed it out well. So I think that's another key important factor. That's a, that's a great thought. Yeah, and try to catch people where it's gonna be a little bit easier for them as well. And, and then the other thing that we wanna do, of course, is make sure that you're responding and engaging with reviews where you have the opportunity to do so. So thank, thank somebody that leaves a review for your shop on there. Uh, and if somebody, by chance leaves one that that's not as positive, then uh, respond to that very professionally and, and encourage encourage a conversation offline so you don't get into a, a he said, she said, she said, she said, or he said, he said uh, online, because that really doesn't serve you well. But you definitely want to engage those reviews and thank, thank people for leaving those positive reviews. For sure. Acknowledgement is key. So now, Martin, let's let's hit on our number three, which is going to be participate in community involvement as a shop. Getting involved in local community groups or your town's chamber of commerce, those are key points that you should grab a hold of in your town. I mean, they're they're easy to get in contact with, they're relevant to your business, and all in all, you're right in the heart of the community. Yes, giving back to the community, participating in community events, whatever you can do to cement your shop really in what's happening in the community is gonna be a big plus. We talked about giving back to the community. This help can also help you with name recognition, of course. Uh, and then another aspect of it that's important is it gives you an opportunity to build trust 
right? It, I, I think oftentimes repair shop owners or those that work in the shop, you may take for granted how easy it could be to work with your shop or for somebody to go to your shop or, or not being sure what the consumer experience is on their side. But if, if you think about one of those businesses that you work with that kind of gives you the butterflies or the anxiety in your stomach about asking them to do something or taking something to them or getting the type of service, that's what many, maybe even most consumers experience when it comes to getting services from an auto repair shop. So the more that you create a relationship where you're out there, where you're meeting people, um, whether it's the owner or, or maybe the uh, shop manager, whatever it might be in your case, you're making it that much easier for somebody to bring their vehicle, vehicles into your shop because you've got a relationship there. They're gonna see you, they're gonna know you, um, you're gonna make them feel more comfortable just being there because they've had that connection. And that can make a huge difference really in those relationships and in, in how you build business for your shop. That's a really good point. I was thinking visibility and recognition. The, the more that they recognize either literally your face or, or your business's name, um, geez, that's going to help you out just building that trust, like you said. And for some examples besides like the, just the chamber, you could do community cleanup days, maybe participate in like your town's parade, hand out candy. I mean, who doesn't yeah. candy? <laughs> or school fundraisers. Um, I, I've heard of some opportunities where shops have done community college opportunities where they have actually like volunteered to help teach a small course on you know, whether that be something to do with oil changes or engines or something with brakes, you know, something a little bit more um, hands-on for college students to participate in. And I think what better way to show who you are and show how helpful you can be in the community for, with that. <laughs> Absolutely. And as a shop owner, you know the things that are most pertinent to your specific community. So find those places where you can connect with others. And again, we've talked about this somewhat in and from a business aspect, but but we're big fans of giving back to the community that you're in here at Repair Shop website. So I would encourage you to pursue all of those initiatives, uh, you know, as as much as as you are able to, and certainly that your your schedule allows as well, because obviously that's a factor. Um, but you know, that great feeling of of contributing to your community, giving back to the community, connecting with others. Uh, and, and there are certainly some uh, business benefits to that as well. So, Martin, with number four, this is one that often gets put to the wayside. So I'm going to let you jump on in. And right. So what we want you what we want to do is encourage you to think about employer branding. So employer branding is you as an employer of tech service advisors, whoever else that you might hire. And when you think of branding for your shop, most often you're thinking about it in terms of attracting new customers, right? Or bringing back current customers that you have. You're building a relationship with them. You're, you're telling the story of why they should come to your shop. And what, what often happens is you don't, shops don't really think about employer branding or the efforts to really market themselves as employers nearly as much or at all in comparison to what they do to try to bring in new customers. But you really need to think about what are you going to do for your shop to make it attractive to potential employees? And by attractive, I don't just mean, you know, like clean up the waiting room or anything, 
but as an employer. So there's significant pieces of your online presence that are factored in there as well. All of those things that you utilize to try to attract consumers, customers, you want to utilize those same things and start thinking about what can I do to position myself or our shop as a great place for potential employees to work. Yeah, and you might think, as we say that, it doesn't necessarily fit under marketing, but the truth is when it comes to hiring and retaining those great employees, it's just as much sales and marketing as it is to recruit and retain the customers. And the more that you think about that in that way as a shop, the more successful that you'll be with that. And certainly important because we hear more from shops right now, and obviously this is subject to change, but the the biggest challenge, and, and this isn't new to, to really anybody, is, is finding employees. It's finding techs, especially not so much finding customers. We hear a lot of shops saying, well, if I had more techs, then I'd happily want to bring in more customers. But right now, we're handling as many customers as we possibly can. And so obviously recruiting is important, uh, but but oftentimes you have to think about that in a little bit different way than maybe traditionally uh, you've been able to think about it. So I encourage you from when you think about marketing, it's not just marketing for new customers. It's also marketing for employees, techs, again, service advisors, et cetera, whatever it is with those openings that you have within your shop. And if you're wondering, okay, well, how do I become more attractive to these, you know, potential hires? Well, here's a few examples. You can provide them PTO, sick time, holiday time off. I mean, days off one are fantastic, but really think about insurance benefits or what's the workplace environment like besides having a nice shop with a nice bathroom or something. What about snacks and drinks? You know, really, really feed into what is important to your employees and I think really navigating those conversations and figuring out what's important to each unique individual that's really going to help with from an employer branding standpoint too to make you stand out and make them really want to work for you. And especially I like that last one Becca workplace environment when you think about what is it like to work at your shop what what does that look like what is there a team environment do people support each other uh, what is the experience like? What do you do to go over and beyond? Or, or what are those things you do to connect everybody together? And people these days, and, and let's face it, it's probably been true forever. It was just less, uh, less apparent or there were less options. People want to go somewhere where they can feel part of a team, where they can feel part of a community, where they know they're going to be appreciated. Are you making sure to say thank you to people when they do good work for you? Uh, where they feel like they're going to be challenged and encouraged to really develop as the, develop their skills. So, you know, what things do you have in place to help uh, techs especially develop their skills? What kind of mentoring are you doing? Are you doing enough to figure out what really matters to somebody? Understanding what motivations are there, you know, and, and then doing those special things. You know, when, it, when a team has worked really hard for the, the week, and it's a, a Friday, you know, can, can you go grab two or three pizzas and, you know, some some uh, some soda or something and and, and celebrate a, a hard working week? You know, all of those things that really differentiate you as an employer and make it a great place for them to work. Those things are going to really matter. Uh, oftentimes 
we make the mistake of thinking all that all that matters to employees is money. And, and that's not the case. Most often people would take less to work someplace where they felt like they were more part of a team, more part of community, uh, where people really cared, where they were appreciated. So you know, think of all those things and, and then how you want to get the word out about what's special about working at your shop. Last but not least, let's focus on number five, which we are going to ask you to really pay attention to the customer experience. This is a little bit different than employer branding, right, Martin? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, now now go 180 and go back to <laughs> focusing on the customers. Yeah, so you want to focus on questions like, is your shop clean? What about the restrooms? Do you have Wi-Fi available? Or as I look around in the waiting room, and I have been seeing helpful signs that explain the services offered, like for, this sounds silly, but like educational purposes, it's totally helpful. Like it might sound cheesy when I say it, but I'm not kidding. As a customer who goes into a shop to get something done on their car, I so appreciate having um, just signs up in the waiting room explaining, you know, what they're doing to my car, or why you need to have your brakes flushed or something like that, because it brings a whole new understanding of why they're doing what they're doing and gives me something to read while I'm waiting. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yes, yeah, so that is that is definitely helpful. If you think about that from that standpoint, it's like you're offering content to educate your audience and, and people exactly. really appreciate that. So that that's a good way to, to do that. And similarly, um, it, it's not just in in person experience, but what is the experience that your customers or potential customers have on the phone with you or or even it online, you know, to, to what, whatever extent they can either make an appointment or request an appointment or anything of that nature when when they're calling and talking to you. How does that conversation go? If you think about it, every experience a consumer has with your brand, really, because you think about your website or for somebody that works with you is a chance for you to either solidify that relationship and make it better or to completely ruin it. And sometimes it really helps to, to walk, uh, walk your customer's path through their interaction with you, through their experience, and then look at that to say, oh, okay, you know, I, I see that is not uh, exactly the way that I would want it to be. Or now I understand why people get a little frustrated with this experience. And we've always, I think we've said this before, Becca, too. If you can't do that yourself, and that's totally understandable because all that's of hard, us have definitely. those. Yeah. Oh, so yeah, all of us have those experiences where we're just so close to it that we can't really see past what we know. Have yes. somebody that you know and trust go through the experience in every single step. Used to work on events, and you know, we we try to go through every step. What is somebody going to see when they arrive here? for this event. When they get out of their vehicle, what are they going to see? When they approach the door, what is that experience like? What are they thinking? What do they need to know? What do they want to know? How can we make things easier for them? When they step inside, what do they see? What do they need to do? What are we doing to help them? Every, you know, think through that every step of the way. Uh, and, and then what can you do to really enhance that experience? Because these days, experiences count for a lot. It is like the experience economy, right? So so you've got to be able to offer that good experience. If customers aren't happy with the experience, they're 
no, absolutely, they will go somewhere else. <laughs> I mean, yes, it's just the done. truth today. <laughs> you're done. And you might see it in a bad review or a not so friendly review, or it just, you know, they, they will, might even more likely just never come back and you just won't know. Well, these five marketing to do's are five of probably many, but these are ones that Martin and I really thought were very important to let shop owners know that they should be focusing on them right now before 2022. 2022 is here. Jeez, Louise, that's going to be a mouthful when we say that, isn't it? <laughs> it is. There's lots of twos there and lots of ways to trip yourself up for sure. <laughs> but in all seriousness, these are five to-dos that you can do. And if you have questions, reach out to us. We are here to help and be a resource at Repair Shop Websites. And we absolutely love hearing from shop owners. Yes, please. Please reach out to us. We very much appreciate you. We appreciate you listening to the podcast. We create this podcast for you. Our, our goal is simply to help repair shop owners with their business, You know, offer hopefully some insight that's going to help you uh, help you with your business. And today, you know, it might be multiple ways. We talked about attracting new customers. We talked about informing customers. We talked about employer branding and how important that is, just as important as the marketing you do to attract customers. And then thinking through customer experience, which is extremely important. And we encourage you to continue to listen to the podcast. Please subscribe. We'd love to have you to subscribe to the podcast if you don't already subscribe. Uh, and we will keep coming out month after month, producing content that we hope that you're going to find is, is really helpful for you and your business. Thank you for listening to the Busy Bays podcast. If you want more information about this, please visit myrsw.com and go to our resource center. We plan on hosting a podcast each month, so subscribe so you don't miss out. Also, just have one last favor to ask of you. It would mean a lot to us if you would share this with your friends, or another shop. Our goal is to help auto repair shops succeed so you can help us achieve this goal by just telling someone else about the show. Thanks again. Have a great day.